0: Okay, good morning. We're back into understanding the prophetic uh, revelation, how what it means, and how to begin to hear God. Because, you see, one of the things that uh, need to increase is your ability to hear God. For instance, on John chapter 21, When the morning was now come, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples knew that it knew not that it was Jesus. Then Jesus came unto them and said, Children, have you any meat? They answered him, No. He said unto them, Cast the net on the right side of the fish and you shall find They cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of the fishes. So the question here is very simple. How did Jesus knew to cast the net on the right side of the boat? It opens a, 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 an area a tremendous latitude in terms of hearing, in terms of being able to operate in terms of spiritual life, in terms of the work of the Holy Spirit, in terms of ministry and preaching and and teaching. Because if Jesus is able to do that in a physical body, the message is that we need to understand how that operates. How is that affects your life? For instance, here we are going to uh, a place called Con- commerce uh, every, every Tuesday night. As we come in, we see nobody but a lady in the, in the desk. And she's the sweetest, the kindest lady that you'll find in an office uh, of, a, of a hotel. She's a 30-year-old, just filled with the presence of God. That's the first impression that we have. And of course, then we move into the room and and then the folks that are coming will come and all of them are just wide open to the gospel. The environment, the person that we met, all of that begins to play part. So to better understand prophetic revelation, a prophet is the inspired hearer, then the speaker. So the prophet, now the word prophet that I've showed you and shared with you is Nabi. And if you go into uh, Google and type over there how to pronounce Nabi, Nabi, in Hebrew, it will, it will tell you. It's N-A-B-I-Y with an apostrophe, just a little K a little, a little on the top. And that will give you the translation in the pronunciation of this word, it, sometimes it is Nabi, Nahi, Nabi. But it is the prophet. And then, uh, the other part of prophetic revelation I shared with you yesterday comes into the seer. The seer. Now, the seer is divided into two the the Rum and the Chosen chosen, the Seer both operate in prophetic realm but in different capacities. The prophet is one thing, the seer is the other. And so I shared with you this yesterday. It's very important. Now we're talking about how to increase your ability to hear God. How to increase your ability excuse me your ability to hear God. How can you hear God more? And so the first thing you need to do is how does God communicate? And he communicates in many ways, and I'm showing you two ways he communicates, through the prophet Nabi and to the seer, which is the Ram or the Chosen. Now, Ram means to see. R-A apostrophe A-N Ram means to see. Chosen is the gazer, the beholder of a vision, much bigger. For instance, when Elijah saw the whirlwind coming in the colors of ember and darkness, in explosion, as as the wheels begin to turn in the heavens, that is a geyser, chosen. Chosen is big events. For instance, uh, look look when Moses came down the mountain, and saw the golden calf, and all Israel worshipping them. Uh, He broke the the tablets of the law, and uh, and instructed that those that came up with the idea of worshipping the golden calf be put to death. Three thousand people were killed that day. And of course, that vision that Moses had is chosen. It's it's cataclysmic speaking. It's, it's so everywhere in the scriptures where you have fire from heaven coming down and 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 destroying uh, the altar of Baal, uh, the altar that that that, that uh, uh, Elijah set up in the two quarter booms in the water in the trenches. Uh, Before it happened, Elijah saw in the spiritual realm that begins to happen. And so in terms of cataclysmic events, it's chosen. In terms of personal vision, it's run. Does that make sense? Huh? So so the seer is divided in two. One, cataclysmic events and run. Simply personal revelation, like uh, for instance, I'll give an example. Personal dream, personal revelation. For instance, uh, Beverly Varnado, the wife of uh, Jerry Varnado, at uh, a church here in town called uh, Race Chapel in Bishop, Georgia. Now and then she's the piano player. Now and then she gets up and she says, "I had a vision." And, uh, and and overnight, and she speaks about, it, it happened to me. It was a confirmation of what I was thinking about. I went to her, you talking to me. It was real, okay, because I had a vision the night before, perhaps due to lack of sleep. Yeah. And so she, she, she confirmed it, and I never talked to her. It was of the Lord. It was a wonderful thing. And so... Do you, are you communicating with me now? Do you, are you getting this? Okay, there are two ways the seer receives revelation. One is the, and then, Ram, that's right. Now, the prophet is a totally separate thing. So, these two ways to understand the prophetic increases the way you hear God. Because now, when you begin to hear about revelation You have a separation in your mind that one is the prophet, the prophetic, the other is the seer. So now you have a a beginning to grow into understanding why sometimes Rick can read your brain, how Rick can see you, how I can talk to you, how I have a, you know, people say I read Rick people's mails. I don't read people's mails. I have a revelation of the Holy Spirit and because I have a prophetic call, uh, to me it comes as a word, not as a vision. Let's take a look in First in in, uh, Samuel 9, verse 9. I don't think none of you have that, do they? I don't think you do. I didn't give it to you. It says, Formerly in Israel, when a man went to inquire of the Lord, he used to say, Come, let us go to the seer. For he is called a prophet, Nabi, now was formerly called a seer. And so, all true seers are prophets. But not all prophets are seers. Say with me one more time. All true seers are prophets. But not all prophets are seers. And that's a reality that I've I've known for most of my life, because there are people called of God that have a specific ability to hear God through the seer, the vision, the dream. And you have to know who you are in that instance, because that's the way you hear God, as opposed to those who have a prophetic word. Now, that incorporates an evangelist, a pastor, a teacher. For instance, you're preaching a sermon Sunday morning, and suddenly a thought comes into your mind that is totally unrelated to what you're preaching. Some say there's a rabbit hole there, and you should not follow. But I go, I, I go against it. M- most of the time, to those that seek God and pray, That word that you heard is a prophetic word that you have to change the direction of the preaching and move toward it. For instance, I prepared a sermon. And I got there to preach. And I got started with the sermon. A man came in and sat in the back. And that changed everything. Because I began to speak about his hurt. Because I had a... a, a word of the Lord, a word of knowledge from the Lord uh, I, I, that that man was deeply involved in killing, harassing, destroying lives. He was about six eight, three hundred 300 pounds of mass, man. He When he sat on the back seat, he did it on purpose so no one would be able to sit in front of him, I mean, sit, sit behind him. And as I, so I stopped the service. I asked the pastor to come in and deal with the service. And I took that man. I went to him and said, listen, we, we need to pray. You came here for that, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so I took him to a bathroom. And healing and deliverance took place in a way that I'll never forget. I mean, he's sitting in the commode. I'm standing and we look at each other. And the healing was just very strong and, and, and yells and cries and all. Now, what happened? That man received Christ after healing. He confessed Jesus Christ. Who was he? He was the grandmaster of the KKK in southern Mississippi. And the whole bus that brought him to church, when I came out of that bathroom, were yelling and screaming and hollering. It disrupted the whole service. Now, did I do the right thing? Oh, yes. I love a service when somebody's healed and delivered and set free, especially a KKK uh, 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 master whatever of, the, of that organization received Christ for the first time. Now, what do you do? You celebrate. So we took him up front, and the church came to hug him. And, man, let me tell you, that man cried and cried and cried, and the whole church began to hug him. And, uh, and he gave a it I mean, it was, a, it, it was the last night of the revival, and that's what they needed. Obviously, they never invite me again. But that's really, (laughs) that's a prophetic word, okay? I had a, a word of knowledge. I didn't have a dream about him. So, a pastor then can operate in the prophetic, but less likely to be a seer. So, you have to, in your mind, differentiate between the seer and the prophet, because that's the way you begin to grow in your knowledge of how, and after we finish this series of study, you're going to have a greater idea on how, and I'm t- translating that from the experience I've had in the years that I have preached, and I'm going to put it into pieces of paper so you're able to uh, read it or, or study. But, uh, by the way, if you're going to Brazil this summer, I'll be doing teaching on that. So, Sears... Are filled with visionary ability to see. Yet they don't have the ability to speak. That belongs to the prophet. Judge and has to be judged. That's the pro- prophet. Now, many Nabi's in church, few seers. And the problem here is that the church does not allow anybody to speak except the pastor. So all the other people that God called, especially a missionary, especially a teacher, in other words, the centrality of worship in America rests on the pastor. And his job is to open the door for God to speak to his congregation in a different way. But since he is afraid that what they say might be contrary to what he believes, it ceased and kills the word of God to the congregation. When a pastor is controlling completely what happens in the pulpit, God does not show up. He has to be in control. And so it takes a special pastor to be able to once a month or during Pentecost or during Sunday to open an open mic in a word of comfort from the church to the people of God, to the church. And that is not exercised in America. That is just totally out of liturgy in America. But overseas, especially in Africa. In Africa, a pastor will speak and then open the microphone. And for a period of an hour, the congregation hear from the spiritual leaders that worked on Sunday school and classes and work in youth programs and ministry to say a word. Now, you probably say, Rick, but that's not open to... Rebellion. I know it's not. But I tell you, that is why our membership is going on the front door and leaving on the back door. That's why we're splitting into four or five sectors and, and divided between ourselves, because there is no presence of God. So, the Nabi in church and few seers, they see... The seers, they see angels... They see demons, they see light, but cannot encourage others uh, because they don't have the opportunity. So, where does all this begin in the New Testament? It begins in 1 Corinthians 12. And in 1 Corinthians 12, Paul says, The manifestation, verse 7, chapter 12, 1 Corinthians, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man, For the prophet of all. What does that mean? It means that it's given to every man that is called of God to be a seer or to be a nabi. Are you hearing this? Do I get your attention? And so, for the prophet of all, what it means is that when a revelation is given, and there's no opportunity for that person to share, then God cannot be heard, because God does not speak to the preacher only. The monopoly of the preacher to speak for God is what got us into the place we are today, in a deep mess, because most of our leaders are not able to participate and to be a voice by God. And so, how does the voice of God uh, is is used today through books? Notice that in America there's thousands of books. People read books because it's not accepted in the pulpit. Uh, through uh, youth programs, through worship. If you go to a youth program where the youth are playing, I've just been to Ingleside Baptist in Macon, Georgia, and their praise team is a youth praise team. And there are, there are dozens of kids worshiping the Lord uh, in a building that says across the street. That's the name of the building across the street from the church. And, uh, and they all come. But in the, and the youth pastor brought a word to them. And so there are expressions through the church where this is done. But the act of speaking in the oracles of God is almost non-existent, And so, for the purpose of all, for to what is given by the Spirit, a word of wisdom to another a word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy. What do you mean prophecy here? Prophecy here is according to First 1 Corinthians 14.3, which means to edify, build, and comfort the body of Christ. So when a word comes to a seer, is to encourage, to uplift, to strengthen the body of Christ. Well the word comes to a prophet to strengthen, to call them to attention. Usually when God speaks to a prophet, it is prophetically based. So what that means, anybody? What is a prophetic revelation that is prophetically based? Get a microphone. Get a microphone. You won't be able to hear until you get a microphone. Okay. So, what is it, John?
1: Well, if you're talking about the prophetic as being something that edifies, builds, and comforts, then it's a, a prophetic revelation that's based on the prophetic. So, it's birthed out of that concept.
0: Right. In other words, it's been spoken before. Yeah. It's been said before. Because what comes from God is a confirmation of the Word. For instance, what is our theme for rekindle of the Flame this week? This next month uh, 1. what yeah. get a I, microphone I, not, you, will, in other words if you're going to talk you've got to have a mic i will perform perform my word my word will perform it read read for me jeremiah right. read that verse go ahead and
1: the word of the lord came to me saying what do you see jeremiah and i said i see a rod of an almond tree Then the Lord said to me What do you see,
0: Jeremiah? I see what? A rod. A rod?
1: Of an almond tree.
0: Of an almond tree.
1: Then the Lord said to me, You have seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. So what
0: is the difference between him watching his word to be performed with the with the uh, with the rod of an almond tree?
1: The almond tree uh, represents life. Yes. And that's age,
0: power, presence, development. Creat- creativity, color, texture, abundance. You see well. For I'm watching just as the almond tree is standing there. I'm watching that my word be performed in the midst of you. My word will be performed. In other words, God is watching His word to be performed because it's been spoken before. What Isaiah said about Jesus was fulfilled. Yeah. Then, 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 Then God is watching His word to be performed. In other words... In other words, the prophetic here is very important. So prophecy, 85, building and comforter, it is the work of the prophet or the prophesying, the work of the seer. It's it's two ways to where God's word gets to his people. Okay? Now, for example, you know, we all uh, know that our ministry has a uh, website called TheLotarRay.com. It's not lotter space rain, it's lotter rain together. Now, why did I do that? Well, I had a word from the Lord about that. That if I did RBM or Rick Bonfem Ministries, I'd be the one that people look for. But it's Lotter Rain. It's very difficult to find a website. You gotta have a revelation from God to get to it. Uh, so was led by a man called David Shoke. Now, he, uh, he is well-known because he was a man that was a, a Nabi and, and still is and talks about what God has for America, the future in America, in, in the era of deliverance and ministry. He was a big shot in William Branham. Branham, one was a pra- Nabi, the other was a seer. And, and latter rain, speaks of that which is going to happen before... What is the time when the fall away of the saints begin to happen? What is the name of that? Hmm? Hmm? No? Anybody? What is, what, what is called when, when huh? apostasy, thank you, Betty, apostasy, which means the fall away of the saints before the, before the coming of Jesus. It's already happening the falling way of the saints in America is beginning to happen, meaning we can't deliver someone that is a homosexual, and so we allow him to preach. In other words, if every homosexual is genetically proven, I would change my mind, but I want to tell you, we're far from that in America. In other words... There's so much death, so much flesh, so much sinful things that are done these days in the name of genetically correct. So, let's take a look. Let's take a look. uh, uh, I want to give an example to you. Uh, One scripture that explains the work of the seer and the prophet is in Elijah. I mean, Elisha, remember Elisha, Second Kings six fifteen to 17. Anybody has that to read? Okay, go ahead.
1: Now, when the attendant of the man of God had risen early and gone out, behold, an army with horses and chariots was circling the city. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? So he answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Then Elisha prayed and said, O Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots and chariots of fire Mm -hmm. all around Elisha.
0: Right. So when the eyes of the servant were was open, he didn't see the, the, the army of King Aram. He saw
1: the army of God.
0: The army of God. So the, this is, the the, the profit experiences, let me give you an example of something that happened to me, because when you personalize personalize something like that, it helps you. I was, um, I'd say, I'd say 35 years old, something about 30, I'm 75, 35 years old, something like that, or close to 40, yes, I was close to 40, and, uh. And I was at the mission in Rio, and uh, a bus stopped up front. And word came up to me upstairs that they want me to go with them. And so I, I went with them. I just got my suitcase, told uh, whoever was in charge to take over, and I just jumped. And when I got in, all gray haired people, all of them were gray haired, about a 50 of them on a big bus. All of them old people. And he sat me up front. They began talking to me, Ricardo, we need you to be with us because God has spoken to us. And these are all the men in Brazil that have heard the word of the Lord. They're here. They came from many places. This bus pick him up at the bus station down in Rio de Janeiro. And we had a 17-hour bus trip. Now, I knew there was something happening because I wasn't hungry and I wasn't tired. They checked into a hotel and somebody paid for it. I couldn't believe it. It's just like I'm on a dream in a daze. This is a true story, folks. This is a, so help me God and the blood of Jesus on my hands. This is a true story. And after we finished uh, sleeping that night, we got up in the morning, head to a mountain outside of a city called Oro Preto. In other words, the oldest city in Brazil, black gold. It's called black gold. When I got down there, there were a bunch of people, I'd say about a hundred of them, making holes all over the mountain. I mean, there were ladders into a deep hole, and they are just pulling buckets of dirt everywhere. I said, this is just, just out of nowhere. This is just amazing. Something's wrong. I, these people are crazy, but I just was curious okay, okay. and so and suddenly, I heard a yell right oh, I got it right here, and out of the hole came a man with a pouch that was made of copper and in and, and it was full of dirt, but the pouch was locked, and inside were coins, gold coins, and uh and so they all came together. Okay, and began to praise, and began to sing, and began to give glory to God. And one of the old men picked up the coin and said, "By the power of God in me, thus says the Lord: the curse of poverty, the curse of the promise of healing in the financial area of Brazil, be broken today." And and, and he just he just prayed a, a thirty minute prayer. Then he opened the pouch. And put on the floor, okay? As soon as he hit the floor, they began to yell and scream. I looked up, and there were 12 uh, black vultures circling us. But they weren't way up there. They were right on top of us. And I saw that. And that was the end of the story. After that, we got on the bus and went back to Rio, and I got a taxi and went back home. Now, what happened the next week is crucial because a president that was the uh, of Brazil changed the cruzado to real instead of a bunch of zeros. They took the zeros off and started the real, and they print new money. And the economy in Brazil has Even though now it's still being blessed. Brazil had a horrible financial system. It totally changed. Drastically changed. So is that a prophetic vision that those men had? Yes. Did I see with my very eyes? Because I didn't have any vision. What they're doing is that they heard me having a prophetic ministry. And I was a young guy, you know, everybody gray hair, 85, 99 years old. And and here I am 40. So they're just teaching me and they knew that God sent them to me. Now that, up to this day, I cannot get rid of my mind of what it means. But it simply means God speaks to the Nabi. See you tomorrow.